Welcome back to the Three Things Podcast. I'm Glenn Kubish in Edmonton. Here we go with three things that left behind tracks of happiness and gratitude in the week now receding like water downstream from the Walterdale Bridge. This week, number one, baseball. There's the pitch, the hit, the ground ball. The runner hooks it to first base. The shortstop scoops up the ball and telegraphs it to first. Bang, bang, one out. With the ump's signal, the crowd gets another proof that the thrown baseball eradicates space quicker than the running player ever can. In miniature, the play at the Riverhawks game on Sunday was an episode from the history of communications technology. It was also a routine out. For the mathematical ones scoring the game, the play is symbolized universally and beautifully as 6-3. 6 for the shortstop's position, 3 for the first baseman's position. Not their uniform numbers, not their names, but their slots numbered 1-9 to in baseball's defensive array. Not that I was scoring the game and not that I could see anybody else scoring the game either. Edmonton is a baseball city, don't get me wrong. The park we were sitting in in the River Valley was where Renfrew Park opened for baseball 90 years ago. Years later, it was renamed for the man who umpired the first game there, John Ducey. It has sat dormant, it's been rebuilt, it's been renamed. It was the home for the AAA Edmonton Trappers. Ron Kittle hit homers there. I watched the Intercontinental Cup of Baseball there. Kuva C, Yankee No, the fans from Clairview and Hermitage chanted. Yes, Edmonton has a baseball history, but this was a Riverhawks game. The genius of this organization is how, onto the timeless and spare elegance of the game, a kind of personality has been grafted. Personalities, really. On the public address system is broadcaster, playwright, and educator Graham Neal. Between plays, Graham plays anchor to comedian, actor, and improv talent Donovan Workin, who roves the stands dressed as a ball player, interviewing fans and players, giving away prizes, singing songs, telling stories, making the crowd laugh with jokes about Ardrossan and the pierogi pizza at Boston Pizza, that kind of hyper-local stuff. On Sunday, Graham announced a live breaking news bulletin from Section H where Donovan had somehow dug up the 100,000th fan of the season. He presented her with an Edmonton Transit bus stop sign. The crowd laughed and you could hear he gave her a bus stop sign roll through the stands. When Sheila said, these guys are good, she could have been referring to a double play in the infield, 6-4-3, or to a neatly tracked fly to center field, 8 unassisted, or just as likely to the entertaining ad-lib work over the stadium speakers of the hometown battery. Number two, Roots. Here's a real-life question that presented itself to me unexpectedly last week in the evening dark. I was walking along the future Valley Line West LRT configuration just to see what I could see. I saw a turnip on the road. It was the size of a softball. Its skin was white with clouds of purple like the sky at sunset. If it had fallen off the turnip truck, it didn't reveal any significant damage. Turnips are survivors. There it was on 156th Street, standing over an errant turnip, facing the real-life question, what do you do when you spot a large turnip on a city street? I picked it up, tossed it in the air, and walked home with it. I reported by good luck to Sheila, who, although almost asleep, promised to find an air fryer turnip recipe in the morning. The next evening, we peeled and cut the turnips into fries about a half inch thick, gave them a thin coating of extra virgin olive oil, and seasoned them with garlic powder, onion powder, paprika, cumin, and salt. Into the air fryer basket, they then went for eight minutes. 
followed by a quick shake and five minutes more. We transfer the turnip fries to a serving plate known simply as the ice plate with the gold on it. Sprinkle them with lemon juice and enjoy them as an evening snack. What do you do when you find a turnip on the street in West Edmonton? You trust that a Linwood girl will know what to do when you find a turnip on the street in West Edmonton. It smells pretty good. 156th Street, turnip. Excellent. Number three, body. Is communication via Zoom as real as face-to-face -face communication? That's one of the questions still with us from COVID times. Smuggled sometimes into that question is an equivalence of real and in-person. I have my suspicions. I've been in many face-to-face -face meetings where people are not present. Those meetings were more face-to-mask meetings. Sure, face-to-face -face encounters serve up more visual cues about whether someone is really there, but now we're not talking communication as much as surveillance. The face-to-facers have a point, though. There's something about the body that makes for the trust needed in communication. My computer's makers trust it's me thanks to a biometrically informed touch key that lets me in. When I can't use my main bodily frame to confirm my identity, when, say, I have to convince my bank over the phone that it's me, communication is more difficult. In Vancouver a few weeks ago, Sheila and I walked up Robson Street for dinner. As she routinely does, Sheila filled out a post-meal survey. As has never happened before, a stamped, hand-addressed thank-you note from our server made its way through the mail to our house. It was a charming and unexpected gesture that memo here to all direct mail marketers has been really hard to throw into the recycling bin. I now use it as a bookmark. The note has a bodily realness to it. Don't get me wrong, the thank-you note from the waiter at Joe Fortes is not romantic poetry from Gaslight Anthem where things handwritten move from heart to limb to pen. I'm in love with the way you're in love with the night and it travels from heart to limb to pen. But it's still a bodily act. In our advanced computer spiritual age, the body still vouches for the real. The body still matters. Thanks for being out there, friends. See you next time.